You're listening to the Versus Node podcast, presented by GamerNode.com. Welcome to episode 23 of the Versus Node podcast. I'm Eddie Inzotto, editor-in-chief of GamerNode.com and your host of the Versus Node podcast. And we are here today to discuss the big show, E3 2012. And before we get into it, I just want to draw everyone's attention, if you're listening on iTunes, head over to GamerNode immediately because we're running a month-long feature leading up to E3 that is our E3 2012 Company Spotlight, where we take a look at each of the big publishers going to the show, what games they have in store, and what we can expect. And it's a great way to get ready for E3 in June. And now, on to our major players in today's podcast. First off, we have Dan Crabtree. What's up, Dan? That's what I'm talking about. Not much. Not How about you? Nothing? Nothing big happened at all this week? Um... My brother got married. That was cool. Boom! (laughs) Yeah, that was super sick. I don't know. It has nothing to do with games. (laughs) That's fine. So, yeah. Unless I make a game about it. Which you can. Yeah. Proven. Yeah. It'll be like Final Fantasy X, but with more chicken. Yeah. More road trips. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And we also have Mike Murphy here with us today. How you doing, Mike? Doing good, doing good. Coming off the bench after sitting out the last podcast, looking to hit a home run here for E3. Nice, nice, awesome. And last but certainly not least... It's all I'm going to ever be anymore. I'm, I'm the dubstep guy of gamer shows. <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. So you guys excited? Yes! <laughs> Hold on, are we talking about excited to go to the show? Because that's not all of us. <clears throat> yeah. Just excited for the show in general. Well, yeah. I'm excited to read all the fabulous stories you guys are going to write <laughs> while you're all enjoying E3. <laughs> yes, sadly, sadly, Greg will not be going to E3 this year because he has to work. Oh. <laughs> I'm... Yeah. But the rest of us will be working very hard at E3 with our jam-packed schedule. Holy God, it's so jam-packed. We'll be busy, busy, busy. But anyway, enough about that. Let's get into what our show is going to be about today. So obviously we're talking a lot about E3. Um, So we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to at the show. Our big E3 wishes, you know, the, the games or pieces of news or reveals or whatever that, that we would love to see, even if there's no real reason to believe it can or will happen. And then our boldest predictions, things that we think will happen that will rock the gaming world. So uh, I guess we could just jump right into it. And Greg, we're going to give you the honor of going first. What are you most looking forward to at uh, E3 2012? Well, I was uh I recently saw the newest uh Last of Us trailer um which was released uh last week I believe and I that just blew up my interest um in the game. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Naughty Dog. Uh I've been, you know, playing Uncharted the series for so long and I I'm 
been loving it, and I'm just really excited to see what Naughty Dog has to offer with this new IP. Um, the new trailer, if you guys haven't seen it, it's like got this you know gritty, um, like twangy music in the background, and it's uh, it's just the two main characters, uh, Joel and Ellie, driving on the highway. They encounter someone who's wounded. I don't want to spoil it for you though, and you know things havoc ensues, um, and just the whole atmosphere of the game looks interesting to me. I mean, it's a very familiar setting, very familiar setup. Dystopian, wasteland, few survivors, fighting on your own. Um, But I think the desperation behind the game is what I'm most excited about. For example, I want it to be like I Am Legend, but good. If I can kind of (laughs) personify what what it is. Uh, I want to, like, capture the isolation of being in that world. Um, And I don't want it to be like Uncharted, I don't want it like big gunfights, you know, and a lot of enemies. And I want it to be more about uh, rationing your ammo because, like, we see that in the trailer that they're kind of scavenging um, people they meet for ammo. And I think that's like what I want. I want more exploration, uh, limited gunfights, uh, more fear than actual action. And I think the new trailer kind of punctuated that tone. Um, and hope the game expands upon it. I want grit, not polished gameplay mechanics. It'd be cool if it was like kind of clunky and like desperate rather than polished. I'm just I'm really excited about The Last of Us. That's like my game. I'm going to be paying most attention to. Okay, two questions. Question one: What the hell is wrong with I Am Legend? I thought that was a pretty good movie. <laughs> Question two: Is the person that they meet in the road Will Smith's character from Wild Wild West? It is Jim West, Desperado. Um, (laughs) Yes, I'm so glad that you know that. (laughs) What I'm really into is it seems like nature is really coming back and taking over this previously urban environment. And I I really agree with Greg about the idea that maybe isolation and the sense of potential danger should be more of a bigger theme than actual clear and present danger and I think that would be a really good way to present a game like this which would be something a little bit different than what Naughty Dog has given us in the past so I'm I'm excited to see that too I'm I'm interested to see who does that urban jungle a little bit better because you got Crisis 3 coming out right and that's um, New York like Terraform 20 years in the future whatever and then you have Naughty Dog two big profile developers uh I'm guessing they got a ton of money behind both of these projects. I want to see who can do New York, but with a tree in it a little bit well, better. Th- one of the things I'm most excited about, I think um, The Last of Us, the newest trailer, if I remember right, it, it's in Pittsburgh. Yes. Um, yes, it is. Yeah, so I think, like, I want to see, I mean, I, you know, big cities are always cool, but I, I like the idea of getting more into, like, smaller unknown cities and exploring that like you know taking it somewhere that i mean new york has has been done well so many times but doing something different like you know going down a, a city that uh, not that it's not you know well known but just something that we haven't explored in many games i think that's that's pretty cool something yet to be seen like how many times are you going to do times square getting destroyed or post destruction so yeah, are I, we are we then going to head to like Duluth? Oh, no, are we heading for... to Poughkeepsie, Mike? Is that is that where the next game is headed? No, no, no you really don't need a post-apocalypse to make Poughkeepsie look depressing. Oh, Poughkeepsie! Boom. The board of visitors is Boom. coming after you right now. 
<laughs> they heard that. Uh, okay, Mike. So, so what's going to make E3 look better than Poughkeepsie then? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, just being in Los Angeles for one, but uh, <laughs> there are two games right now that I am debating upon as to which I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, that's uh, two very, very different games in the same genre. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 and Tomb Raider. Um, I think I might... It, it's a tough decision because I, I'm very intrigued by the reboot of Tomb Raider and what they're trying to do, taking much more of a, uh, a grittier, um, more uh, more grounded approach at Lara Croft, showing the origin story, and being kind of more Uncharted-y as opposed to like traditional platform. And it just just what I saw at E3 last year really impressed me, and it, I'm very upset that it got pushed back to 2013. But I'm, I'm really excited to actually get my hands on this game and just see what it's going to be like to explore this mysterious island that Lara and her her mentor have stumbled upon, and just see like how Lara Croft became Lara Croft. As for Assassin's Creed, it's supposed to be the end of Desmond's story, and we get to see, you know, the American Revolution. We get to see stuff that's never been done before in an Assassin's Creed series. We get to see traversal through, like, non-urban environments, climbing through trees, trying out really new, cool gadgets, uh, the forward momentum of assassinations. I just want to get my hands on that game and just see how many people I could line up in a row and just assassinate. <laughs> there's just so much that's being added to the franchise in this game that I just I'm salivating just talking about it I, I want to get my hands on it and try it yeah I totally agree with you on both of those I'm definitely looking forward to some Lara Croft and of course Assassin's Creed changing it up a little bit is can only be a good thing for that franchise and especially taking it to you know the the northeast United States, my home, is, is awesome. I, I super agree with Tomb Raider. Let me clarify, though. Tomb Raider was the original Uncharted, to be fair. Yeah, it was. So I'm, Tomb Raider is pretty Tomb Raider-y, if you ask me. That's true. <laughs> Take I that, feel like I feel like it's drink. taking less of the... It's, <laughs> it's going for, I think, more of an aesthetic style. It's going... Further away from the look, Laura has boobs. Watch her boobs. Look at her boobs. Why aren't you looking at her boobs? Look at her boobs some more. And more like, hey, like there's actually you know some 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 substance here, and you know you don't have to look at Laura's boobs all the time because it's not taking up fifty percent of your screen. Well, I think you've got Dead or Alive really cornered the market there. <laughs> so, so I don't think they there's really, really can't any room. Ways in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Assassin's Creed Three was. Uh, my second, like, it was between The Last of Us and Assassin's Creed 3. I think the game just looks unbelievable. Um, the the newest trailer for it is just beautiful, and I really like the... They kind of have, like, a, a the American idealism uh, in, like, the narration. Like, you know, Connor's talking about fighting for liberty and uh, the freedom of our land and stuff, and I'm, I'm interested to see how they kind of incorporate that into the story of Assassin's Creed. So. I think I'm I'm just as much intrigued to find out because Connor clearly he's not on either side of 
the conflict. I'm curious to see which famous figures are actually Templars on either side of the conflict. Yeah, that's really interesting. It'll be nice to get to get um, hands-on time with with that because just to see not just how they've changed up the exploration because um, with you know going from the urban setting to the frontier, but also well, uh, like I said before, not just the forward momentum assassinations, but the fact that they've retooled the uh, the combat system too, to where like you'll finally know what it feels like to play an Assassin's Creed game and be on the attack instead of just standing there in a guard stance with your sword and just countering every single thing that comes your way. <laughs> I don't well, know. I was pretty aggressive in past Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> like, I was belligerent in some of them. I'm really excited to see how it feels to traverse the natural environment. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what I'm most excited about, too. Yeah. I think the question there is going to be balance, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how, how much do you automate that process and how much do you require the player to to sort of navigate that with the controller? Um, I... I bet they automate it a whole lot more than yeah. you would expect, and it, yeah. I mean, feels, a lot, and it feels of lot better. It is pretty automatic. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they don't, then you're probably going to see a lot of YouTube videos online shortly after release showing people falling out of trees and just hitting branches everywhere. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so what about you, Dan? What are you What are you looking to get your hands on or, or see? Okay, or... so surprise twist. I'm guessing that Bioshock Infinite. Undelays comes to the show. What do we think? You're in the wrong section of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I get hands on. I think. <laughs> no, I'm Uh-oh. okay. I, so, my, my fanboy warning's going off. I know. My, uh, I, I'm mostly excited to see whatever the hell Retro's working on. I, I have to imagine they're going to show it at the show, right? And then yeah. we're going to get to play it on, I'm guessing, the Wii U. Um, also, on the Wii U, um, hopefully we can play whatever the new Smash Bros. is. I have always just been a huge fan of Smash Bros. I can't imagine that they'll mess it up, and playing it on the Wii U sounds super sweet. Word. I agree with you. There's there's nothing really to, to add to that. I agree with you more on retro than on Smash Bros., though. Well, yeah. I love retro. Well, and there's also more potential in the unknown, right? Yeah. Very true. But yes, yeah. I I mean, I would I would be upset if it was a a Star Fox thing. I would understand Nintendo's got to take care of their baby, but I would appreciate a little Metroid Prime. Just keep going, keep laying down tracks on that that IP. I'd be yeah, super especially happy. after uh, after other M. I think uh, going back to Prime is the is the best choice. Yeah, that's that's my jams. That's the jams. Now I'm I'm sort of uh, gonna pull a Dan, except my game is actually gonna be there pretty much for sure. <laughs> uh, so you're not pulling. <laughs> well, in in the sense that I'm a huge fan of the Resident Evil series. Okay. So I'm very excited to see what we're getting out of Resident Evil Six. Um, I know that they're trying to do a little bit of interconnected storyline stuff, which could be really cool. I'm not too keen on any more moves towards heavy action, but I, I feel like so little has been truly revealed about the game that it, it takes E3 to actually out everything that I want to know. There's that, and then a little gambit I've got is Dragon's Crown from Vanillaware, which is basically like Golden Axe meets all the other Vanillaware games and their beautiful art and 
awesomeness. It's like a side-scrolling RPG hack-and-slash joint from Vanillaware. Huh. How did how did you find out about it? Was... Um, it exists. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> well, I mean, like, have you? Now, is there a trailer? Have you? What's what's the jams on it? It must have been a press release from. Okay. I'm not sure if they've announced that it's actually going to be there. Actually, I'm pretty sure that they didn't mention it, but you know, um, that's where I'm pulling a Dan. <laughs> Wishful thinking. The combination of the the fanboy franchise and the the game is not actually going to be there. <laughs> get there and you have. <laughs> you told us it'd be there, liar. <laughs> awesome. I accept that. I accept my title as a, a bad predictor. Okay, so Dan, your E three wish then is that Bioshock Infinite gets undelayed. <laughs> <laughs> that is my E three wish. Um, no, you, you know what? My my real E3 wish is just that indies are everywhere. That's that's my big wish. I know IndieCade is is blowing up. I know that they're doing a big thing. Um but I really hope you see like in the Xbox booth, I hope you see in the, the Sony booth and I I would even say the Nintendo booth. My god, what if indies got into Nintendo? Um how crazy would that be? So if there were indies everywhere, that would make me happy. I think that wish is definitely going to come true. I mean, we already know that Indicate is going to have a large presence in the uh, West Hall lobby, and we got uh, notified with basically an endless list of yep, yep. of uh, indie games that are showing. And uh, I know that there are going to be a few indies in Sony's booth. I know that a few are going to be in Microsoft's booth. So it, it looks like that's what we're going to get. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe Nintendo? I, I, I mean, you I, always yeah. see a few, right? That, that's what I'm saying. Is <laughs> you want it to flood it, through. Right. Like, if indies just took over, if everyone walked away from E3 being like, yeah, there's not a new console yet. Yeah, the Wii U's coming out sometime. But, man, those indies, they were everywhere. They are in my sandwich. They were just taking over. I'd be about that. <laughs> like, if, if everyone left and like, oh, we're not even buying Nintendo games anymore. We're not buying <laughs> Activision games anymore. We're just going to get all indies. That'd be so sick. <laughs> yep. All right. How about how about you, Greg? I know you're into the indie, but you can't you can't piggyback on you. Have to I'm, I'm I'm not gonna piggyback. I I just want. <laughs> I I mean I'm kind of upset I won't be able to play all those indie games. But let's not dwell on me not going. Uh, I really want The Last Guardian to finally get a release date. Um, yes. I have been obsessing about this game since it was released or since it was announced. Um. And I mean, it's it's been around for a while, and I just don't want it to become like you know another good and beyond beyond good and evil. Um, I just I wanted to to finally give me a fall, hopefully fall release 2012. That's that's super wishful thinking, um, but that would be my ideal situation if they're like if Sony came out and was like, yeah, here's you know here's some new gameplay footage of the Last Guardian, here's a new trailer of the Last Guardian, and here's a release date coming in three months that would that would make my entire experience of not going okay i Um, i totally agree i mean i've almost forgotten about the last guardian even though i played i played shadow the colossus like last week a little bit but that that is definitely something that that's probably more of what i'm looking forward to at the show than what i mentioned honestly (laughs) that is 
hearing that would just make me really, really excited and really happy. Just yeah. finally be like, okay, yes, finally. No more waiting. No more hearing about delays. No more hearing about whether it's going to be canceled. It's finally coming. And if not The Last Guardian, I hope Sony just it's uh, aims its press conference toward developing a really great Vita library. Because I want to get a Vita, but I really don't have a motivation to get one right now. Because the library is... I mean, it's good. It's it's solid. But I want, I want them to just knock my socks off with their Vita commitment, like whatever Vita announcements they have at their uh, at the press conference. I wholeheartedly agree. I want to not feel like an idiot for buying the Vita. <laughs> the Vita? The Vita. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I really do right now. I'm like, man, I bought like an Uncharted machine. <laughs> yeah, this is stupid. Right. Like I could have bought two hundred loaves of bread with this. <laughs> I know. You know what? I, you know, I was just playing. I played eight hours the other day of Final Fantasy Tactics, the PSP version, on my Vita, and I feel like a real oh, fool. <laughs> well, was, would you have played that otherwise, or was that simply to feel justified in your purchase of the Vita? <laughs> I I can't separate the two really. There's got to be some a little bit of guilt in there. Yeah, I'm gonna play this yeah. game. Well, You're gonna like I mean, it. I mean, the Vita's sales haven't been that impressive because of their lack of a good library. So you would have to believe, you know, as uh, Jason predicted on uh, Hot Off the Grill, that Sony's going to come hard with Vita at their uh, press conference. Well, and if, um, uh, what's his name, Michael Pachter is to be believed, there is some big unannounced Vita title uh, that's that's going to be shown at E3. So Halo 5. They, there you have it. <laughs> I I predict Nintendogs for the Vita. Yeah. Yeah, somehow that's gonna that's gonna blow up. I I mean, when you look at the 3DS launch, also pretty dismal towards the beginning, and it didn't have a lot. And obviously, it's picked up since then. I I think the Vita will do the same. They just gotta they gotta bring the heat in terms of software, which hopefully they do at E3. All right, Mike. So. What what are you uh what are you looking for in your wishes? Um I'm gonna wishes. rebeat a dead horse from last year and talk about two RPGs that I want coming back that I want to see announced. Uh the first one's less obvious. I want Konami to make Suikoden six. For the love of God. Five came out like seven years ago. Came back in came out back in two thousand five. It got really good reviews. It's one of the best JRPG series to come out. At one point, it even rivaled Final Fantasy, but Konami's been completely dark about it, not saying anything for seven years since since 5 released. They released, I believe, a tactics game or a DS game uh, since, and then it's really been nothing. So I really... I love that series. I'm a huge fanboy for that series. And I would really like to see it come back. So I'm really begging Konami, please, at E3 the, this year or maybe next year, at some point, please just give me that game. And the second one, which has even a little more, you know, ledge to grip at, is, of course, Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, Tetsuya Nomura, to, about two weeks ago, he teased, he teased saying that, you know, it's almost time that Kingdom Hearts should go back to being on a console. And I swear I'm going to 
be so disappointed if that leads to nothing come, you know, June 4th, 5th, and 6th. If, uh, if, if they don't announce Kingdom Hearts. It, just, it doesn't even have to be a game. It doesn't even have to be a teaser trailer. Just tell us that it's coming, that you're making it, that it's going to be there, that, that you guys haven't just decided to stay to nothing but handhelds because I feel like that's too rich and too lucrative a series, especially since Disney bought Marvel, to just let die and not have any more major installments for. I think you'll get that wish. Maybe not at E3, but I think you'll get it sooner than later because they, they may not what's up can we start a pool for what the sub name of Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be yeah. my my uh-huh. guess is like Earth Kaleidoscope Brown 69 like I, that's what I'm <laughs> guessing uh, A squared plus B squared equals C squared <laughs> <laughs> yep. Kingdom Hearts 3 all in the family <laughs> Oh man, I don't even know what I what I really wish for at E3. Um maybe I think I I would tie my wish back to Retro Studios. I want Capcom. I mentioned this on Twitter actually. I want Capcom to team up with Nintendo and make Mega Man with Retro Studios. Yes. Boom. Gritty, fleshed out world, really full story, wonderfulness. Or or an open world RPG by Retro Studios, a la um, Skyrim. Wow. Not necessarily in that genre of, of fantasy. Maybe it could be futuristic, could be whatever. But just that kind of a game would be really cool from Retro, I think. That is a bold prediction. Not a prediction, just a wish. Or a wish. Okay. <laughs> but our bold predictions come up next. So what's uh, okay. yours? <laughs> oh, damn. This is, I have to. I have to give mine out. Hold on. <laughs> Just skip me. Go to someone else. i got to find mine. <laughs> you have to find it? Yeah, I wrote it down somewhere. Okay. Uh, Greg? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Nintendo will get exclusive rights to Grand Theft Auto V footage and will announce that it's coming out on the Wii U. <laughs> that is my bold prediction. Wow, I think, that's bold. I think... I mean, clearly the Wii U is going to need third-party support to, you know, contend with the big guys. And I'm hoping that, you know, maybe maybe Rockstar, you never know. This is something you actually believe could happen. No, not a chance. But I figured I'd shoot <laughs> for the stars and see what happens. Goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, that, totally that would actually, be shocking. That would totally be shocking. I've actually completely forgotten about GTA Five. Oh, man. All right, well, for that... You have to give us your bold prediction now. Okay. My bold prediction will be that at Sony's uh, press conference this year, we uh, will be cut off. Whoever's, whoever's on the floor at the time will be cut off by Gabe Newell. He'll come out, and just like two years ago when he was like, hey, remember when I said we're not going to do PS3? Well, eat it, PS3, boom. I think he's going to come out and say, hey, you all remember when we said, you know, no Valve, no Valve presence at E3. We're not going to show anything. Well, boom, guess what? Half-Life 3. Boom, guess what? Left 4 Dead 3. Deal with it. Here's some trailers. <laughs> Deal with it like like it's a bad thing. <laughs> like no one, no one enjoys it. <laughs> God, gosh darn it. Half-Life 3 is here. Ruin Deal the day. It. And he drops the mic and walks off. Exactly, exactly. Honestly, Just I might be a little upset to begin with. 
Like, what, a, what an awful thing to do to people. <laughs> I mean, I, think, I would I would quickly get over that, but I'm yeah. saying at first. I think the reason why he will do it at Sony 2 is because he will come out and go oh, exclusive DLC for the PlayStation 3 for both games, like like right near launch. That is bold. That is bold. All right, Dan, are you ready? You ready to be bold as well? Yes. Yeah, I found it. Um, So I think that all of the big companies, or at least two of them, will get into where the real money is at, which is in apps and in freemium games or freeware games. I think you're going to see something from Nintendo along the lines of, hey, we're making an app for Android or we're making an app for iOS and it does Mario or it does Zelda or something like that. I'm saying you get um, Sony to come out and say, we're doing Ratchet and Clank on iPad or something. Um, you get Microsoft to come out and say, we're doing like an, uh, a Minecraft, but it's like some sort of strange freemium online version or uh, Halo Universe that's also online, but also like partly Call of Duty Elite. I'm guessing that that's where these companies are going, especially if they're smart, um, because that's where the money's at now. Like, look at dang Angry Birds. I think it crossed the one billion mark for downloads sometime earlier this month. Um, look at Zynga making money hand over fist. If these guys are looking to line their pockets, that's where they're going to go. I'm not saying those games are going to be good or that I'm going to be excited about them, but I bet that's going to happen. I think you've got the most predictable prediction out of all of us, which thus makes it the the least bold. Oh, what? Least bold? I thought that was pretty bold. You're taking a safe bet. Really? Okay, I I thought that that was... (laughs) Unexpected. I I wouldn't see. It would. It, yeah, I, I if you hadn't said it, it would have caught me off guard. But I wouldn't have been shocked. I would have been disappointedly accepting of it. Of the yeah. fact that it had yeah, just happened. I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> it may I'm, maybe the problem is that it makes too much sense, right? Because that's yeah. where everyone else is just flocking to. So. I mean, EA, Activision, they're already in on that game. All the big publishers are. Why not the uh, the hardware the big manufacturers three. as well? Yeah. I mean, I think it has potential, too. I mean, it'd be cool if Nintendo was like, hey, here's, you know, uh, a little, like, Mario game that you use, you know, just use your touchscreen to play, and they release, like, new levels every once in a while for it. Like, that, that would actually be something I would be interested in downloading. Okay, here's a bolder prediction. Tickle me Mario. For iOS. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let that one simmer. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to go less bold than everyone just because I'm not really much of a predictor. Um, I don't know. I have a few things, but they all make sense. I think we are going to get uh, the announcement of Kingdom Hearts 3, I think we're going to see Super Mario Bros. 4 and Zelda's launch titles this holiday on the Wii U. I think uh, BioWare is going to come out 
with uh, a new RPG. I don't know that it's necessarily going to be space themed. Maybe they'll go. What haven't they done? They've done space. They've done fantasy. They've done Jade Empire. I don't know. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Yeah. What's left? They haven't. They Jade haven't Empire. done porn yet. They're <laughs> completely missing the porn market. Not Is according it? to Fox News. Hey. <laughs> oh. Nicely done. Um, so there's going to be something big from Bioware along the lines of the next Mass Effect. Um, and I'm making boring predictions. <laughs> so, I don't know. Predict I, I, new consoles. Predict new consoles. That's so bold. Now, here we go. Bold <laughs> prediction. Valve teams with Apple and makes a new console. Ooh. All digital. Where would they announce that, though? Valve's not going to have their own press conference. And Apple doesn't have a press conference. They'll just Valve. show up. Valve will have a press <laughs> They'll just kick down the doors on day one and just drop the Steam box just right there and be like, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all Valve knows how to say. <laughs> deal with it. Just kicking in doors and saying, deal with it, and just dropping shit. That should be their marketing campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Valve, deal with it. I thought that was their marketing campaign. <laughs> Essentially. Awesome. I I mean, does anyone think that we're gonna see like a television integrated gaming system? I no. think I think if um if Apple and Valve do end up coming up with a console, I think it's gonna be something along those lines. Like an Apple TV with Steam. Yeah, with Steam integration. But it, I don't think it'll be in a TV yet. I think it'll be a separate, uh, like a just a little box, like an Apple TV. Sure. Okay. That's that's where I'm going with that. I'm surprised that nobody took the easy road out and went for the uh, the new Xbox and new PlayStation prediction. Eh. I don't know. I don't believe that they're coming. I don't. I don't either. I don't, From everything I've heard, new Xbox probably all the way out in twenty uh, twenty. 2014 maybe and then new and then new sony like holiday uh 2013 that's what i've heard i heard early 2014 it's that close you would think they would do a reveal maybe not like that's not maybe something holiday 2013 that's a year and a half away that's this that gives uh that's the same time frame where nintendo announced the wii u yeah honestly i think that's too far out I feel like yeah. you I get sort like of a malaise too, about it after a while. I feel like it's too far out for like actually showing off what a console can do, but I don't think it's too far out from an announcement. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm just saying that you know, studios and companies tend to lie when they want to like re- like hide big reveals and stuff like that. So I'm, and this is a bold predictions section. I'm going to make a bold prediction that is too far out for this podcast, and I'm going to predict that Rockstar reveals Red Dead Rebellion at PAX Prime. Boom. Oh, oh. Really? You don't think <laughs> – you sure that, you're, that you don't think they're not going to, like, piggyback it off of Grand Theft Auto V at E3? Think they're just nope. going to stick to GTA V? Yep. Hold on. Where are we getting this title, Red Dead Rebellion? I like it. It was it was actually just from a, an anonymous source, I think, okay. that we got that name, it's Red Dead Rebellion. Awesome I'm down with that. 
Yeah. It'll make abbreviating the games in that series really a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) God. I'm an editor here. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) So that about wraps it up. Uh, We've got E3 and less than, what is it, just a week and a half? Yeah. Something. So we'll be there. I fly in. Greg. I fly in. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm really interested to know is what everyone out there in internet land, going back to like the 40s or the 50s or something, (laughs) out there in TV land. No. uh, I'm interested to know what everyone else thinks. Like, what what are you looking forward to? What, uh,. Do you think will happen, and what do you think won't happen but wish would? You can talk to us on Twitter. Use the hashtag GN at E3 and tell us everything that we spoke about from your perspective. Tweet, tweet at us. Tweet at us. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag at, deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and in case you were not aware, we are GamerNode on Twitter, so at GamerNode. And tell us what you think. And uh, also, you know, continue to watch the website for all of our continuing company spotlight coverage leading up to the show. And um, we'll we'll uh, sweat our asses off writing up everything that we see there. That sounds awful. Except Greg. Damn it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I might outsource to Greg, so right. <laughs> be ready. Greg, here's all this information. Write it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I Deal might not it. even give you the information. I might just call you to be like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. Write this up. It's <laughs> <laughs> so much fun here. All right. So uh, thanks, guys. It's good talking to you. Good hearing what you had to predict because I forgot about some things. And uh, now I'm even more excited about the show. 13 days. We'll see you <laughs> for some parties, so... some press conferences, some 20 nine meetings and some games E3 2012 deal with it 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 Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the gamer note. <laughs> Tune in next time when the gamer node crew heads to LA. I don't know. That week on gamer node. That was some kind of horn. From everyone here at gamer node. Good fight. Good night. <laughs> yeah. And then the Gamer Node crew booked their flights, got their hotel, and headed out to L.A. through the wild, wild west for E3 2012. Rattlesnake! (laughs) Clint Eastwood being a racist. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. I don't open my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's how you know he's a strong man. California knows how to party. Knows how to party with Gamer Node. California knows how to party in the city. When you get to go, Greg, you'll be so happy. Yes, you will. One, one day. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is that this year looks like it's going to be the best year yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that, so well, next, well, let me throw this out there. Maybe next year that we'll have a new console generation, though, and then you could go to that one. And... Yeah, instead of going this year and next year, you can just go next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Play that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking we're going to have to bring bag lunches. <laughs> That's how yes. packed our schedule is. I don't know about this periodically visiting our locker thing. Have you seen the schedule? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you understand what we're getting into? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure I'm I'm sure in the in the like 0 seconds between Telltale and Atlas we can totally get a, ourselves like a nice sit down meal. Yeah. You know, kick back a couple drinks. There. Greg, click that. Alright, let me see. Alright, there we go. Okay. Let me see your... Let me go to the next month here. Oh. Oh my... Wow, dude. You... Wow. <laughs> Alright, looks like, uh... Looks like... Monday isn't that bad. <laughs> Starts. Monday. Monday you got a good gap. From... I like I, I love the way this is scheduled because like the later the week gets and the more we'll be deprived on sleep, like the worse the schedule gets. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, Thursday is ridiculous. It's What's just up? one after the other. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, Monday. Monday is you know. <laughs> Monday's good. Yeah. 